Well, hi, my name is Mark Tuchel, and welcome to my Living Sober Sucks But Living Drunk Sucks More podcast. This is the audio version of my written blog, and that's why I sometimes call them blogios. See, audio, blog, whatever. Uh, and the title of this piece is called Brain Plasticity. Now, you might think that your brain is mush from all your years of drinking and drugs, but all hope is not lost. I mean, simply by you thinking and contemplating your condition shows that you still have cognitive awareness. Now, the brain can rebuild itself uh, up to a point, and even more amazing is that other areas of the brain can take over the control of functions that may have been damaged. Now, that is brain plasticity. However, this doesn't happen all by itself. The person must use their brain, and like any muscle, it then grows in strength. Now, I'm not going to get all heavy into medical and anatomical terminology. I mean, who am I trying to impress? Uh, I'm going to be using basic examples in words, and I'm in no way talking down to you. But if you don't understand what I'm talking about, then my article and message are worthless to you. Now, many people who have had physical brain injuries, strokes, born with brain disorders, or are mentally challenged, see, I'm trying to be polite and politically correct here, well, they have developed skills and have discovered ways to express themselves using different areas of the brain. Now, this isn't a conscious or willful act. Their brain undergoes changes through plasticity as they work at ways to overcome their challenges. And I'm going to explain this clear using some examples. Now, I mentioned muscles earlier. Well, as most of us know, it takes time for muscle strength to build through repeated use. And it takes even longer to build muscle mass and definition. Now, additionally, any of us who have ever worked out also know how rapidly strength, stamina, and fitness can decline. Now, the mass may still hang around for a while, but you're simply not as strong. And the same holds true for the brain. When used and exercised, it builds strength, but it takes time. Now, sitting in the recliner watching Dancing with the Convicts is not mental exercise. And browsing porn sites may be mentally stimulating, uh, but it isn't mentally challenging. Well, unless you're trying to clean your computer of pop-ups and viruses, then you might get a career in IT. And an exciting aspect of challenging your mind is that you may discover some other strengths and natural abilities that you never were aware you had. As you actively engage in a mental task, and even if it's a physical task which requires dexterity or eye-hand coordination, your entire brain is being drawn in and your subconscious mind may shine an idea or concept into your consciousness. Now, this is often described as the aha moment or serendipitous discovery. I mean, hey, all it is is your brain working because you're actively challenging it. Now, let me talk about how we use regions of the brain to perform tasks outside of their intended purpose. Now, for instance, some people aren't able to verbally explain what hurts them or what emotions they're feeling, but they can draw or paint a picture of what hurts them or of their emotions. Now, they may draw some bizarre op art picture of what their pain or emotions look like to them, and then when they view the picture, they can clarify their thoughts and better express themselves with words. See, but it took the visual expression first to unleash the vocalized expression second. Now, the message has gotten out, but not in the traditional path. Now, some people use music in the same way.
You you don't know what you're good at or enjoy doing until you try it. And you may not be great at something, but you might discover that it helps you express yourself. Different regions of the brain work in unison with one another and often cover for each other when one of them isn't functioning all too well. Your occipital lobe handles visual interpretations and then sends what you see to other areas of your brain. But that particular region may also help you hear things if your auditory cortex is damaged. I said I wasn't going to use a bunch of anatomical or medical terms, but I don't want you to think I'm just bullshitting you, so I did need to use a couple of them here. You can check on this if you think I'm bullshitting. Now, many sensations and stimuli that we experience go together, as in when you're describing the flavor of a food. Oh, it's soft, creamy, bright, sharp, whatever. Or when you're explaining a sound, it's powerful, it's low, dulling, terrifying, sweet, soothing. Multiple senses are working together regardless of whether the stimuli is sound, smell, taste, touch, or sight. Your brain has the natural ability and capacity to allow different areas to work together and work for each other. Now, you might hear a song that sends warm shivers up your spine. And a different sound may send shivers up your spine as well, but they're not warm shivers. They may be shivers of fear or disgust. And the same dual sensation occurs when you see something appealing or appalling. You can feel depressingly low and physically drained, even though you haven't done any physical exertion, or energized and amazingly high, a natural high from an adrenal rush, even as you're physically exerting yourself. Your brain is able to employ all of its specialized areas in unison, no matter how much damage you feel you've done to it. So all is not lost just because you may have addled your brain with years of booze and drugs. Now, I don't want to give you false hope either. Yes, your brain can and will rebuild itself. Uh, By how much is not known. And it certainly won't happen without you exercising it. Now, the good part about this is that there isn't any risk involved in trying. I mean, the worst that can happen is you might get a little smarter. Now, not a bad risk if you ask me. I know that in my own case, I never realized my capacity for learning. Now, it's interesting that when I was a drunk, I thought I was pretty goddamn smart. Well, now that I've been sober for over eight years, I realize how much I don't know and how dumb I really am. I'm being a bit self-deprecating here, but I'm serious. At first, let me get something straight. I am not a latent genius or a blooming savant. I'm just an average person with a normal level of curiosity. So if I can do this, I have confidence you can do it as well. As I progressed and continue to progress through my sober evolution, I've discovered I have a ravenous appetite for knowledge. The more I learn, the more I want to learn. Now, this has been a slow, budding process. I didn't notice it happening. It actually wasn't until I looked at my library of books and started backing up all of my writing files did I then realize how much information I've ingested over the past eight years. I look at the books in my library and I can see a map of progression by the book titles and the subject matters. I've gone from Curious George Fucks a Football to Understanding Fractal Geometry and its similarity to financial market deviations. Now that's considerable growth if I may say so myself. I personally know people who have definitely grown and are rebuilding their brain. Now, they may not realize it or see it in themselves, but I can see it. Within just a couple of years of becoming sober, they've expanded their knowledge and have built stronger relationships and marriages. 
Some have become better parents. Some have gone back to school. And others have started successful businesses of their own. Now, if you've been clean and sober for a while, you may not have noticed this about yourself. You might want to spend some time reflecting on the progress you've made. I mean, you might be pleasantly surprised with yourself and how you've actively rebuilt your brain. Look, I'm not making any guarantees that you'll become a genius or win a Nobel Prize. You probably won't even notice that you're getting smarter. And if not smarter, that you're making fewer mistakes and that your brain is repairing itself or using other areas to compensate. By actively exercising your brain, you might discover some hidden talents or attributes you never knew you had. And you may not even notice your new talents, but uh, some things in life will just become easier. Now, you may accredit your newfound smartness to God, sobriety, the program, whatever, but your newfound smartness really is a result of brain plasticity and the fact that you, yes, you, are actively exercising and challenging your mind, which in turn makes your brain work harder and rebuilding its strength. Hey, so go ahead and exercise your brain. You really have nothing to lose. All right, that's it. Thank you for spending your time to read my blog or listen to my podcast. Remember that these are my own opinions and observations. Yes, I do perform research, but I am still responsible for my own words. I'd like you to think for yourself and come to your own conclusions. Oh, and please tell your friends about my website if you think it's interesting. It's livingsobersucks.com. You know, I got a lot of books available. Uh, they, you can easily find them on amazon.com. Just uh, type in my name or type in Living Sober Sucks. You can also read some of the other goofy stuff I write about on my Facebook pages, uh, you know, the things I don't put on my website or the, you know, I just put in my blog articles, whatever. Just go to Facebook if you care to. Hey, thanks again for spending some of your very valuable time with me. My name is Mark Tuchel. Now go out there and grow your brain.